episode of Something Like Sunday School is being brought to you by Bougie Bully Trade Lines, LLC, headed up by the CEO, Angela Agnew. If you find yourself shy of the credit score needed to qualify for your dream home, that land you've been looking at, the new car you wanted to purchase, personal loans, and much more, and you don't have the desire to wait on the complete full credit repair, try the temporary credit boost of Bougie Bully Trade Lines with results in as fast as 14 to 21 days. Get better odds of approval with the addition of positive accounts with zero balances added to your credit profile. With the ability to increase your approval by as much as 75%, yes, 75%, contact Angela Agnew at bougiebully at gmail.com or 1980-677-1595. Become a part of over 900 satisfied customers and 80 homes closed while using their services. Allow them to bully those bureaus on your behalf by using Bougie Bully Trade Lines, LLC. They look forward to working with you. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Something Like Sunday School. This podcast was brought to you in part by Halo City Entertainment. We are an artist's best friend offering services from studio recording, mixing, songwriting, event entertainment, writing workshops, and more. Poets, singers, hip-hop artists, and lovers of the three, be sure to like Halo City on Facebook and Instagram. Scroll the page or shoot us a DM or an email at halocity22 at gmail.com to learn more about how we can work with you hashtag wing 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 what's up everybody and welcome back to your favorite podcast something like sunday school i am purpose williams i'm so glad that you guys have come back to class their sunday schoolers and with me tonight today whatever time you're listening he's very much no longer a special guest not that he's not special to me He's no longer a guest. This is this is his home now. Singer, <laughs> songwriter, <laughs> poet. Let him hear your voice, Minister Trewick. Hey man, welcome. I'm I'm so excited to be here. And I did since you said we're in class. I did make sure I bring you an apple on today, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Honeycrisp apples are my favorite. Hey man, and they are the most expensive ones. But they 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 do the work, you know what I'm saying? And they taste great and they do they do the work. I feel like when there was like an apple a day keeps the doctor away, they were definitely talking about the Honeycrisp apple. Definitely. It's definitely worth the price of it. It is worth the price. Yeah, definitely. It is worth it. Tonight I'm so excited about this account. It's so incredibly delicious. I mean, the word of God in general. Y'all hear me say this all the time. Is absolutely scrumptious, but this account in particular speaks to me in so many, so many different ways. And of course, that is to be expected of the Word of God is unexhaustible. It ever teaches. You can read this thing as many times as you want to. The Lord will yet reveal something different every time. What does the scripture say? From faith to faith and glory to glory, and glory yeah, yeah, to yeah. glory. I'm telling y'all, like, maturation in Christ is a real thing. Like, you you really start off, this is the Bible, right? You really start off as a Christian, like a baby. And you get this word, and this milk. Sincere milk is what the man of God called it. And, you know, you just, you're getting the nutrients that you need. You know what I'm saying? When you get older, that thing turns into steak and potatoes. Meat. Turns into filet mignon. Mm-hmm. It turns into croissant. Yeah. All of the things that are the most tender, yes, that are so meat. delicate, yeah, so delicious, yeah, yeah. man. The thing that I love the most about it, you just can't gain weight from it. You may gain spiritual <laughs> increase, uh-huh. but it just ain't gonna put calories on you. Don't put calories on your weight, <laughs> right? <laughs> There's another scripture, y'all, that has really been on me lately, right? And this this scripture is let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Mm. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. You know why? And it made me think about the scripture that says if we don't, the rocks gonna cry out. The rocks. And you know what I find so interesting about that, right? Like I think most of us when we hear that, even though the scripture is powerful. And just the the imagery of it is powerful. I think that we believe that that is a far-fetched idea. Like it can't happen. Like it cannot happen. Right, right. 
when I was I was reading, the Lord woke me up. I was reading that scripture had been on me so heavy, like I said, and I was reading, I think before I went to sleep. And it talked about and I was looking at I always look at science videos with my with my students, right? So, like I said, I think we believe that that is so far fetched, like the rock won't just jump up and, and praise the Lord. But think about it. Think about this. Scientists have discovered that the stars have a sound. Was it not told to us in the Bible? <laughs> the God asked Joe, where were you when the creation was worshiping me? Absolutely. <laughs> and everything does it in its own way. In its so, own way. You know, we have our own idea of what it should look like. The Bible says the stars sing. Science is finally catching up to, to the reality of it being true. And that made me think about everything. I started thinking about the beach, and I started thinking about the waves. You know how the waves just keep laughing and laughing. There is a scientific explanation for it, right? Right, right, right. But the waves keep laughing. What is that? What if that is their worship? Right. What That's is what that? What if that is the water? <laughs> every every part of creation has its own way of showing its thanks. What is that? To right. The creator. What if that is its praise? Right. And that made me think about the scripture that says the angels, every time they, they go around and they come across his face again, they find See another thing yeah. <laughs> to worship him about and say, holy up. What if it's our lungs? Every time they inhale and exhale. Huh? What if it's that? You're getting deep now. Man, you're listen. Getting you're getting deep. Listen. You better I come thought about that thing. Mm. That thing laid on me so heavy. The idea of a rock actually getting up, it's not far-fetched. It's not as out there as we believe. Let's think about this. Let's go to the planets. What do the planets do around the sun? They orbit. They orbit. They rotate around the sun. Is this not the angels? Mm. Orbiting and rotating. (laughs) Wow, that's not sitting in your home. Listen, like, that's just one of those things. That come make on, you go. Hmm. Is it just me? Am I going? Is this left field? Am I overthinking it? I mean, when you mention it, like you you think about it, and then you'd be like, "Wow, I never looked at it like." Let's that. think about it. Yeah, yeah. Is the solar system not part of creation? It is. He made it. <laughs> God asked Joe, "Where were you?" When creation was worshiping me, the Bible said that the stars sing and science is catching up to it. Listen, none of the rocks will ever have to break out in worship because of my absence. Not on your behalf. Not on my behalf. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. let, Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Why should we praise him? The Bible says he's great and, and greatly, uh-huh. greatly to be praised. Why should we praise him? The Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. Yes, he does. If you want to get God in the situation, if you want him to come, not that he's not omnipresent, if you really want him to show up, begin to praise. Why do we praise? The Bible says the, the garment of praise with the spirit of heaviness. Praise Praise is a weapon. I never forget um, one Sunday in church, Pastor gave the illustration of how you have professional athletes. Um, they could be having a okay game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. When you begin to call their name, yeah, you chant their name, and something <laughs> happens, and they begin to put Some on break. a performance of a lifetime, all because you call, you start praising them, you start calling that name, mm. and what you know what. That is not happenstance. That is not coincidental. If we are made in his image and he show out when we praise him, we are little G's. And that, that's how it's supposed to be. Absolutely. <laughs> that's how it's supposed to be. Same response. Same response. Greater works. A new and, and better, better covenant. covenant. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Man, y'all, this stuff is just so delicious. And then I... I I love, I'm excited about it, but I <laughs> I kind of have to have my excited moments by myself because I feel like I be rambling because stuff just be hitting me like ping, 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 like connected. 
that. Anyway, guys, but that that I I I see that scripture so differently now, so differently now, <laughs> and that thing just wouldn't let me rest. Ah, taste the deliciousness. You know how you be sleep. Let's say Thanksgiving Eve, and your mom and your grandma be in there cooking. And that food starts smelling so good. It wakes you up. You start smelling it in your dream, and it wakes you up. I just either want the uh, um, the mixer or the order bowl. I need. I got to get one when they making those cakes. <laughs> yeah. Either way, yeah. it is the aroma mm-hmm. that first entices you, and it's so heavy that it'll wake you up out of a deep sleep. Mm. And you, you be <laughs> those are times you be getting up and your mouth be watering. You be got <laughs> you got to wipe your mouth because it's ready. It didn't start salivating. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Let's go to Rahab's account. We will find her in Joshua, which was which is the sixth book of the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua. We've been here with seven days, but this time, remember we said we we're going to come back to Rahab. We are finally back onto her account. And what is so beautiful beautiful about it, I first of them, let me go here. At our church we had our women's conference, the Amaze Conference. And Lady Felicia Campbell, she came and she taught on Rahab. And she did such a a beautiful job. Phenomenal. So I, phenomenal. Absolutely delicious. So I said I was going to uh I'm gonna piggyback off her a lot today. But uh, she confirmed for me a lot of things that I uh, I felt when I read about Rahab. Excuse me. But uh, let's just go there. Joshua, the second chapter. This is when Joshua, uh, they're first learning about what God wants to do with them, where he wants to send them to the, to the land that he promised them. And... Uh, Joshua, who's now head of the children of Israel because the other ones have died off, the ones who didn't believe, who started complaining in the wilderness. These are a group of believer believers. So <laughs> Joshua, who was one of the spies who came back with a good report, and now he's leading the people. And so it would make sense that they are heavy on belief, that they are heavy in faith. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, so, they've seen it firsthand. They've seen it firsthand. And all the unbelief has has died away. <laughs> Can't sow those seed of discord. Can't sow the seed of discord. But the unbelief died away. So there's nothing left now but but believers. And that's, so, that's, that's, that's heavy right there, too. Very, very. <laughs> Let's go to Joshua, chapter 2. And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim, Two men to spy secretly, saying, Go, view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab and lodged there. (laughs) The Bible is clear about who and what Rahab is and what she does, per se. Hmm? Definitely. He's clear about who she is, right? Uh Uh-huh. It says they went and came into a harlot's house named Rahab. And lodge there. Now, I want to start right there. These are the the men of God, right? And people, sometimes we tend to to stay away from certain people because we may feel like because of the life choices, they are, you know, not not of our caliber, not of caliber, not of our what's the word I'm looking for? Not people we would typically deal with. Not people we typically deal with. Now. What if the two spies, the two men of God, knew that this was the harlot's house? Of course they knew. Well, what if they decided, hey, we're not going there. In the harlot's house, why would we do that? Right. (laughs) What if they had decided? But let's see what happens. And it was told to the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in hither tonight of the children of Israel to search out the country. These people know. Two people now. Two people. They still recognize these two people out of this huge city. 
These two people are immediately <laughs> recognized. Got the whole country in an uproar. Let's see. Let's see what they thought about it. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab. Not only did they know that people had came, the two spies had came, they knew exactly where they were. Right. People be talking. God. People be talking. But I would imagine her house, you know, having a lot of traffic and people, right, people being right, people right. watching. But they know where they are. And the king of Jericho sent them to Rahab. Look like he didn't hesitate. Bring forth the men that are come to thee, which are entered into thine house. For they be come to search out all of the country. He doesn't even ask her, like, are the men here? Right. He said, like, he knows. Just, know. just like, know. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm telling y'all, it's in it's in the word. Whatever song you heard, it's in there somewhere. Definitely, definitely. Bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> what minister is that? That's Jay Z. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring them out, bring them out. <laughs> and the woman took the two men, and what did she do with them? She hid them. She hid them, and said, "Thus there came men unto me." But I went not whence they were. Now, Rahab, she did a little a little fibbing right there, didn't she? Yeah, that was mighty bold, though. Lied it's bold. To the king? She lied to the king. Ooh. She lied to the king. That's death for sure if they found out. If they found out, it would, been, have, would it have been treason. Yeah, high treason. High treason. Worthy of death. Worthy of death. But, you know, I, I go back to uh, Pastor Sarah Connor, too. She came one year to the Amaze group, uh, the Amaze um, conference. Amaze conference, and she said something that was profound. Then she said, "All of the women in the Bible, no matter who they were, what they were, they were bold. Definitely, all of them. Definitely, every one of them were bold. And I think about Mary. We don't tend to put the title bold behind her. You know how bold you got to be to be like, hey, betrothed." I'm pregnant, and <laughs> it's not your baby. But didn't you tell me um, you've never known a man? <laughs> yes. And I still haven't. <laughs> right, and I still haven't known. And not only am I pregnant, I'm pregnant with the Son of God. Yeah, that's a... You got to be pretty bold. Yeah, now, definitely. it seems like her countenance was... Uh, calm. Calm. Yeah. But you got to be bold. Yeah. You got to be bold to tell your, your betrothed husband, I'm pregnant, it's not your child. I've never known a man, and it's the child, the child of God. Deal with that. <laughs> Marry me still. Yeah, <laughs> I love thee. I love thee. <laughs> I love thee. <laughs> but she said something that was so proud, profound. I never even really thought about that. But she said, "All the women in the Bible, no matter what walk of life, were bold women. They were bold." So Rahab, here she is, fitting the bill. She's bold, but in her line of work, she got to be. Definitely. She got to be bold, especially back then when it was so frowned upon. Definitely. And you have uh, to be your own boss, your own security. Uh, everything. Account, everything. Yeah. And the Bible is clear about her, <laughs> her occupation, yeah. the harlot rehab. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time when you see her name. The harlot. harlot. <laughs> <laughs> the harlot rehab. But she's bold. She lies to the king and says she don't know where they yet. I don't know where they be, is what she said. Verse 5, and it came to pass about the time of shedding of the gate, when it was dark, that the men went out. Whether the men went, I what not, is what she said. Pursue them. Pursue after them quickly, she said, for ye shall overtake them. She had about three, four lies right there. Right there, she just let all, <laughs> all the lies out. Verse 6. But she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order upon the roof. And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan unto the fords. And as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out, they shut the gate. So she successfully makes these men that the king sent Believe that they could not only could they find these people, but they could pursue them. 
and, and you know, do what they feel like they needed to do to stop them. But that was that that was part of her profession. That's part of her profession. Yeah, definitely. Part of her profession. And that's some. Oh yeah, you gotta know how to talk. Now. <laughs> Verse eight. And before they were laid down, she came up unto them upon the roof, and she said unto the men, "I know." Listen at her. Mm. What she say? The I two know. words right here. I know that the Lord. My God. Now, she's not even a woman who serves God. Right. And look what she say. I know that the Lord has given you the land. Look at that. She's living in the land. And she tells these people, I know what's going on. I know the Lord has given it to you. And that your terror is falling upon us. And that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. If the spies had any unbelief. That was there inside of them, maybe just a little bit. She has eradicated that. Definitely. She has eradicated that. She said, I know that the Lord gave you the land. <laughs> Terror is upon us. <laughs> and we are faint. We are faint because of you. They are sure. Not only is she sure, they Everybody. are sure. That's Look how quickly the king. Yeah. Right. That's crazy. He responds so quickly because he's sure. He's sure. Isn't that something? So if they had any doubt, even just a little bit, it's eradicated right there. <laughs> For we have heard, verse 10, how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. And I'm talking about the ground is dry that they're walking on. Dry ground. Dry ground. Because these movies have done a very poor job of uh, correctly. Depicting what it should Very be like. much so. <laughs> right. They had it all muddy. I'm like, that's not how that goes. That's it's not how it's dry ground. Dry ground. She said, we heard about it. The Lord dried up the water Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sihong and Og, whom ye utterly did what? Destroyed. Ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did what? Melt. Our hearts did wow. melt. No resistance. No resistance. Neither did there remain any more courage, man, in any man. Because of who? Because you. of you. For what? The Lord. The Lord your God. He is God in heaven above. My Lord, listen to the declaration. Yeah. And in the earth where? Beneath. In the earth beneath. Huh? <laughs> now, therefore, she says, since I know all of this is true, let me holler at you. Yeah, let's negotiate. Talk to me. Let me what, talk to you. What that was out there, Chappelle? Let me holler at you. Yeah. Let me holler. <laughs> I'm finna holler at you. <laughs> she said, <laughs> now, therefore, verse 12, I pray you, swear unto me by the Lord. Since I have showed you kindness, that you will also show kindness into my father's house and give me a true token. She's bold. She understands. What's coming. <laughs> she understands what's coming. Yeah. And she understands. What What else does she understand, Brother Mary? That she has to make a way for her and her family. She's making safe. a way for her family. Because it's, it's a wrap. The fact that y'all are it's here. It's a wrap. We know it's over. Y'all are coming. She understands the business, too. Definitely She understands agreements She understands giving and taking Right That's why the book of Proverbs Talked about how How the woman The subtlety And the voice of a woman <laughs> Yeah And she's definitely Exuding that right now She's giving it Oh she's, yeah definitely She's giving Noah She's giving Noah also Yeah And that you will save alive My father And mother Look at her Taking up care of a whole family mm. And my brethren and my sisters and all that they have and deliver our lives from death. Now, think about this also. In this time, I'm sure that since her profession is known, she probably brought shame to her family. Right. They may not even speak to her. Right. And she still is She like is they still say, in the middle of it. <laughs> still concerned. She said, all her father's house. She said, let me be a little bit more clearer. My who? My father, my mother, my brother, my brethren, and my sisters, and all, all that, they have. that they have. Wow. And deliver our lives from what? Death. From death. 
And the men answered her, Our life for yours. If ye utter not this our business, and it shall be. And when the Lord had given us the land, that we would deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a court through the window. For her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. Even the position of her house. <sighs> Tell me that this was not an ordained meeting. Definitely. This was not an ordained meeting. Hmm? Everything just lined up perfectly. It lined up perfectly. Let's even go back to when she told them that the, the men wasn't there. Given her profession, there's no need for them to stick around. Right. Because they didn't want to be seen in their house too long. Anyway. Or if they came and did their business, they're not going to be there all night. Right. So it's not it's not far-fetched that they are not there anymore. Right. They don't even question. They don't even be like, let's look anyway. Right. Just to see. They in pursuit. Tell me this is not ordained. Gotta even be. to the positioning of her house. Right. <laughs> Verse 16. And she said unto them, get you up to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you. And hide yourself there three days, there three years again, y'all, mm-hmm. until the pursuers be returned. And afterward, may ye go your what? Your way. Go your way. And the man said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread. There it is. What's the another? Blood. What is scarlet, right? Red Red Yes A deep red Come on types and shadows That makes us think of what? The blood 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 The same thing with the With the uh The children of Israel When they were in Egypt Yeah Same thing The deaf angel passed over them If they had blood on the post On the post yeah This is very much Blood on the post (laughs) Types and shadows of Jesus So delicious So delicious. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by. (laughs) And thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. They better get in the house. Hmm. It's giving Noah. Get on the ark. Yeah. Their safety. (laughs) What? Wasn't that a song? Um. What's that? Is it the Thompson Singers? It says, can't you see the clouds gathering? <laughs> yes, that's an old, <laughs> old song. You better come in the ark before the rain the, starts. The lead says, you better come on in this house. <laughs> it's going to rain. rain. <laughs> hmm? That's old school right That's now. old school. Love Some it. of y'all might know it. <laughs> My goodness. And behold... When we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, which thou didst let us down by, and thou shalt bring thy father and thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household home unto thee. And it shall be, they agree to what she what she wants, and it shall be that whatsoever shall go out of this doors of thy house into the street, his blood, if he be a fool and walk out that door, hmm. his blood will be upon Whose head? His head. And we will be what? Guiltless. Guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head. If any hand be upon him. They say we'll take the blame if somebody get hurt in this house. And if thou utter this our business, then we'll be quit of thine oath. Say something about it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Our verbal agreement is a null. Null and void. (laughs) Null and void. Which thou hast made us to swear. And she said, according unto your words, so be it. She was like, that's it. That's word, it. We, word is bond. Son. Word is bond, yeah. my guy. <laughs> word is bond. And she sent them away and they departed. And she bound the scarlet line in the window. She ain't even say, I'll do it in a few minutes. Right. She did it right Straight there. away. She said, let me take care of this. And just like you were saying, because I went back and I watched the base conference. Uh-huh. And she was saying she could imagine just Rahab still having to do her business. Still doing her business. With her family there. With her family because there. Because she's having to now support them because everybody's everybody yeah, has to stay in the house because you don't know when the they're coming. But Isn't that something? We still got to survive in the meantime. She still is doing what she has to do. 
<laughs> to the saving of her family. To the saving of her family. My God. <laughs> so she don't waste. And she bound the scarlet line in the window. And they went and came into the mountain and abode there how many days? Three. And three three days. Again. There's that three. Until the pursuers were returned. And the pursuers sought them throughout all the way. But found them what? Not. Found them not. So the two men returned and descended from the mountain and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and told him all things that befell them. And they said unto Joshua, truly, truly, <laughs> truly, I'm telling you, she encouraged their hearts. Definitely. They knew it. But then they knew, knew, as the children sing. They know that they, they knew, know. knew. That, that they, they know. know. That they know. That they know. Yes, sir. That baby said, truly, the Lord had delivered into our hands all the land. For even all the inhabitants of the country do faint because of who? Us. Because of us. Isn't that something? That is something. Now, we are going to get into the part where... We will see if the spies held up their end of the oath. So instead of reading all those chapters, which, of course, very much go back and reread. And you can actually, like I said, listen to the episode that we did seven days and reread with that. We're going to skip on over to Joshua, the sixth chapter. And we're going to start at the 17th verse. Now, this is when Joshua and them, uh, (laughs) this is when, when they made it do. What it do? Mm. So <laughs> let's see if they kept Rahab in mind. Let's see what happens. Joshua six and seventeen. In the city shall be accursed, even it, and all that there that are therein to the Lord. Only who? Rahab. Only Rahab. The who? The harlot. The harlot shall live. She and all that are with her in the house, because she hid what? The messengers. She hid the messengers that was sent. Let's skip on over to verse 25. And Joshua did what? Saved Rahab, the harlot, alive, and her father's who? Household, and all that she had. And she dwelt where? In, In Israel. Israel. Even unto this day. Because she hid the messengers, which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. That's a long time. That's a long time. To, to I guess... It's not really living in fear. I mean, you would hope that, you know, they said that they would keep up their end of the Yes. Bargain. But this was done in Joshua chapter 2. Right. The action didn't go down to Joshua chapter, chapter six. 6. And we don't know the amount of time that passed, you know, until they got there. Yeah. Just knowing, like, the emotions of just yes. the anticipation. <laughs> like, are they coming today? Are they coming today? Are they going to hold up Will they the remember? Right. And then, I'm sure, well... She might have even had people in the house who might have tried to go out, you know, have people be getting cabin fever. Right, And, right. you know, sometimes I, I say, Lord, don't let me factor in too many human emotions. But I just think about all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people who feel like they just got to get out the house or whatever. Baby, I'm sure she told them, though, okay, you go out there, it's going to be you. It's going to be you and your die. business. <laughs> if they come today while you're outside... <laughs> There's nothing I can do for you. Nothing they can do. Because what does the scripture say? Obedience. It's better. It's better than sacrifice. Don't sacrifice yourself and go out there. The ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate. If you get caught out that door when they come. Over with. Mm. Over with. You know, I know that was a lot to, to deal with. And then you might have even had people in there who were still, you know, Looking at her like she was crazy, right. didn't want to be associated, and she trying to say y'all like because they may not have been on the level that she was. Like the declaration that she made, the declaration she made, like, and her yeah. occupation. Right. You no, know, they wasn't rocking with that for real. Yeah, help me help you. Help me help you. Yeah, because if you go out that door, I done, done my part. <laughs> That's on you. But you get caught out that caught out in the streets, y'all. It's a wrap. That's on you, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> There are a few things I wrote I wrote down uh, that came to me about Rahab. And I talked about it a little bit earlier, saying that her promiscuous lifestyle was the perfect protection for the spies. 
That is a strong, <laughs> strong statement. Definitely. That her promiscuous lifestyle was the perfect protection for the spies. Now, these are children of God. These are God's people. But like I said, since she was probably known to have men in and out of her house, the king doesn't even think twice to be like they would still be there. She was just doing it to work her, you know, pay her way through college. Right. You're <laughs> 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 so stupid. Here's another point that I wrote. The shamed one became the savior mm. of the family. The shamed one became the savior of the family. There's that word, Smith. What? <laughs> I'm just saying. We do a lot of um, believing that, you know, we'll know how somebody's life will turn out. Right. Now, and, you know, sometimes we are right. You know what I'm saying? But this is, a, this is what happens when, when God, you know, when the supernatural, the super meets the natural. Right. This is him. <laughs> What does the scripture say? The devil meant it for evil. Mm. But God turned it around. He's he's a big enough God to even use your shame and make you the savior. And not only is she a savior just to her family, she's a part of an, another line that we're gonna get into. And isn't it um amazing how that's one thing I love about God. Like he used people that people look at them and they be like, Why would God use them? Why would he? Yeah. We look at all the faults of people and be like, God can still use them. God can still use them. And not only use them, but use them mightily. Mightily. To do mighty works. Yeah, that's what the she was, They were considered the infidels. The She's unclean. considered the infidels. And because of what they heard, she was convinced. She was smart. Yeah, she, she knew what was she up. She said, we, I know. I know. The Lord have given you the land. Yeah. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't done by a long shot. Yeah. <laughs> Not by a long that shot That was a strong statement To you know, like I know I know She wasn't You know waving She, she even, said I know She ain't even wait on them To say who they were Right I know who you are I know who you are I know why you came yeah. I know What y'all gonna do I yeah. know who your God is Yeah we heard Man There's no 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 men have courage There's no heart There's no nothing <laughs> That lady said Our hearts melting Yes My Jesus mm. Here's another point that I wrote down that the Lord gave me. It says, Rahab partnered herself with victory. She partnered herself with victory. She aligned herself with the triumph of a guaranteed win. Therefore, making her victorious also. <laughs> she lined up with them people. Hmm. She She's lined up with it. Wise woman. Wise. Yeah. Wise. She lined up with victory. I like Rahab. I love Rahab. Yeah, she's she's a boss. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> There's another point I have. Our obedience to God benefits not just us, but the people who are attached to us. Not just us. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> Our obedience to God benefits us, not just us, but the people who are attached to us. That's given to Kaylin Carr. <laughs> what is that? What and song was that? Everything attached. To oh yeah, hands. everything attached. Yeah. Everything attached to Rahab won that day. Definitely. Whether they wanted to be attached to her or not, I know they was in their house saying, "Good looking out, harlot." <laughs> Rahab. <laughs> you know, I didn't harlot. want you to be my sister anymore, but now I'm glad. I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank you for your obedience. Yeah, Thank we you. For aligning yourself with victory. <laughs> Another point I wrote, Rahab account is so delicious. It challenges us as people in many ways. We can't um we can't say who God won't use, like we just said. We just came out of um I was that Acts when we were reading about Paul. Yeah. Paul was a murderer. Of of saved people specifically. The main one. The main one. That's who he was that's who his focus was. Sent him back in. Sent him back in as a what? As a powerhouse for God. Yeah, that was That was incredible. Definitely. <laughs> as a powerhouse for God. And that's something I remember though. One time I went to to the classic in uh in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I'm out there with a couple of my friends. And, you know, people be tailgating and be eating and 
drinking and been married. Fellowship. For this lady, <laughs> this lady, she came to me. And when I say that, she was she was drunker than the skunk, is what the old people say. She was drunk than the skunk. She looked at me and she looked me in my eyes. And she prophesied to me. What? The word of God. Mm. Oh, wow. She prophesied to me the word of God. She said, I know I'm drunk. She said, but the Lord told me to tell you. And I could not say, oh, this lady drunk. She don't know what she talking about. You know why? I can't say who God can't use. God opened the mouth of the donkey. Yes. <laughs> I can't say who he can't use. And what she told me, it was confirmation. And here she is. I'm talking about y'all sloppy drunk, barely can walk drunk. But you know when she was talking to me? She was sober. Wow. Standing there. And when, I guess when, when the Holy Spirit got through saying what he had to say to her, she went on back. She stumbled on back off. But I was amazed. I was wow. amazed at that. Well, like you said, he can use improbable people to do awesome things. He can do it. Like, I'm reminded of, like, this was probably maybe 10 years ago, maybe. And I was over at my sister's house. Mm-hmm. And it was these guys downstairs. She was living in an apartment. It was these guys downstairs having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking down the stairs, and then I'm listening. He was like, man, look. Because, he, you know, he smelled of alcohol. Mm-hmm. The cheap alcohol, that wine, like a wino. And he was like, man, he said, the devil busy. He said, he up to something, and he up to something big. And he was like, what you mean? He said that. An angel told him, and I'm like, an angel, like, yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> like, but what he said came, like, you can see it today. Like, he was saying, like, the devil is after the kids. Because he was like, it's easier to go after children than adults. And then now you see all these things in cartoons. Like, it's a lot of stuff. In these children's programs, like that, really should that they really shouldn't be exposed to. They really shouldn't be. I'm telling you. And it, I was like, wow, that dude was. I, you know, I, I looked it off because you know people say anything, but when I start seeing stuff and it's stuff that you don't even pay attention to, right? You really have to sit and pay attention to understand and realize what's going on, right? You know, I I always say uh, it's it's funny to me, but not in a funny way. But uh, you remember when we were growing up at Sherwood, right? And we had church at night, and we had uh, I don't want to call her name. She would always come in. She would be drunk. Yeah. And we had a couple of other people that come in, and they would be drunk. But I was never offended by it. I always thought. It would be the perfect place for them to be. Right. And to me, like sometimes when people are inebriated, they know. They already know. You know when you're sober, but especially when you're inebriated, you know where you need to be. Right. Like it made so much sense to me. When we read the Bible, we see Jesus surrounded by all kinds of people. And they're usually not Christians. And they're usually not people living upright. He would always be with the people who had problems. So I always thought it was just fitting that they would be coming in church. You know what I'm saying? I always thought that was beautiful. And so I think I, I think that's why I learned then that you can't really say who God won't use and that he can't use them because of situations or because of this or because of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have so many accounts that people from so many different backgrounds and walks of life that he used. Right. Like we look at David, you know, a man after God's own heart and all the deeds that David did, you know. Yeah, David was what it was. David was something else. Yeah, David was something else. Off, off the chain, tough piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> David was something else. But uh, the Bible, even though most of the time when you read in the Bible, it says the harlot Rahab or the Rah- or Rahab the harlot, it's still very much clear about who she really was and who she became. Even and we're talking about besides the the association with being a harlot. It tells us, hey, 
I made you know. I feel like he purposely did that. I made you know her occupation. And then now I'm going to make you see just what she was, even outside of that occupation, just how important she was, even to the lineage of Jesus. Right. Even to the lineage of Jesus. We find her in Matthew, the first chapter, the genealogy of Christ. She in there. She in there. We talking about the harlot. Rahab. Rahab the harlot. <laughs> we are talking about the harlot. And not only is she in there, she is in there amongst a, a group of men. Because back then, you know, women uh, were not, you know, so highly recognized. And here she is. Here's all these men. Somebody begets somebody. Somebody begets somebody else. And these are men. And he, oh, yeah. And Rahab. Who beget who? Boaz. Huh? Yeah. Rahab, who yes, begets the who? The harlot, Boaz. Boaz. The one that we love so dearly? Yes, the kinsman redeemer. The kinsman redeemer? The mother of a harlot. That's his mama. <laughs> Betcha by golly wow. Betcha by Lying golly wow. Y'all didn't know that Man, one. <laughs> Rahab is Boaz's mama. Yeah. Our boy that we love so much. Their hero. And who, we, when we, that's on R&B Baby. You want to check that episode out. We see what happened out of the the, the, the unity of uh, Boaz and Ruth. Who comes out of that? Obed. Who comes out of Obed? Jesse. Who comes out of Jesse? David. David. And what line and house would Jesus come from? The house of David. David. Tell me. Mind blown. Tell me he can't use who he want to use. We're talking about the Holy One. Yeah, that's the a perfect one. That's a Facebook post. I was today years old when I found out that his <laughs> mom was right. What's right now? <laughs> yeah, she has a part in bringing <laughs> Jesus out of the line of David. Huh? That's in Matthew. Read it, Matthew one. She's in Hebrews. Hebrews, the 11th chapter in the 31st verse, it says, By faith, the who? The holy Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Rahab said, I'm not going down with y'all. I believe. Y'all out here sad and scared. You might as well get on this belief train. Mm. We didn't see what he can do. We heard about it. That just tells me <laughs> the harlot is that was her profession. But we see her how where her heart was when she made the deal to save not only herself but her family because she could have easily said, "Hey, just save me, just me." But she was concerned she with still. her entire family. And look at her reward. She's Boaz's mom. That's she, gonna miss a lot of people. She's a name. She's named as a part of Jesus' genealogy. Was she? I think was she the only woman? I think she was. Her and Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Only two women. Is that not delicious? That's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's delicious when 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 Jesus makes when there's a transformation, when people encounter God. There was a uh a man who used to go to our church when we were younger. I'm not gonna mention his name either. Out of respect for the family, right? And he started off pretty rough. But when he when he gave his life to God, you're talking about a trans transformation that was so beautiful. Yeah. And when he passed away, that was all I could think about. That was the only thing I could focus on. I got to see. We got to literally watch the change right before our eyes. We got to see that right before our eyes. I thought that was incredibly delicious. We just can't say, folks. We can't say what what God can't do and who he can't use. This lady, the harlot, Rahab the harlot, the harlot Rahab. (laughs) One of two women in the genealogy of Christ. Jesus Christ, the holy one. God in a body. Yeah. The perfect one. (sighs) That just shows you that perfection is not found in your Genealogy Your lineage It's, it's finding who, we, who It's who we are when, In him It's who we are in him Yeah 
Yeah, I say we are the offspring of perfection. Definitely. When we when we receive Christ as our Savior and we are reborn, we are the offspring of perfection. We're the offspring of perfection. And look what happens with Rahab. She gets to be a part of the what they call the faith faith report. Or the faith um what is it called? The faith uh Faith Hall of Fame. Hey, Faith Hall of Fame. Yeah. Hebrews eleven. Yeah. That that was faith. For her to even feel like she could step to these people like that. <laughs> I mean, at that point, I guess she felt like she ain't had nothing to lose. Like we, she we heard, but we heard still, about what y'all can do, but that still takes some boldness. That still takes some boldness to be able to say, "Hey, like, still takes some faith." Y'all are. But I think it was smart that she acknowledged God first in that. Absolutely, yeah. that's the only reason had she to. did. Yeah. The only reason they say she it. saw who was doing that thing. Definitely. She knew it was gonna work out. Yeah, for them, she said, "I might as well join them." Yeah. The people of God I hope that you enjoyed the account of Rahab As much as I did I thoroughly enjoyed it as well (laughs) As much as I did Hey This is Obed's grandma Jesse's great grandma David's great great grandmother Isn't that something? Definitely Uh, It's beautiful y'all Be encouraged be encouraged. No matter what you've done, God can still use you. And Absolutely. he can use you how? Mightily. Mightily. Yes. He can use you mightily. Be encouraged, folks. Just just enjoy. All he needs is your yes. All he needs is your yes. Align yourself with his victory. The Bible says he causes us to triumph. Yeah. Align yourself with victory, folks. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. <laughs> That's all I got. Follow us on all the platforms. Share with your family. Share with your friends. Especially your who? Your enemies. And why? Because it's the Bible. Bless those that curse you. Huh? (laughs) Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy your day. We'll see you next time. What you got, Mother Mary? Love (laughs) y'all. Bye, people. (laughs) 